Welcome to Come Follow Me Mental Health Insights with Dr. David Morgan. Each week we'll review a concept from the Come Follow Me lesson and talk about applications to improve our mental and emotional health. Hi, welcome to episode 27. This is uh, this week we're studying 1 Kings versus chapters 17 through 19. And this is our first week in the books of First and Second Kings. It's our only week in the book of First Kings. Um, first Kings contains an account of the death of David, the reign of Solomon, and what I like to call the greatest hits of the prophet Elijah. Uh, just a little background on the books of First and Second Kings. They cover about 400 years of Israel's history. We don't know who wrote them. Um, they also cover a significant historical event in the house of Israel when there was division among the people and they separated into the northern and southern tribes. Um, or the northern and southern kingdoms, rather. And these uh, kingdoms remained divided until they were conquered by their enemies. Eventually, um, the northern kingdom was uh, conquered and scattered, and that's the scattering of the ten tribes. And the southern kingdom, which consisted of the tribes of Judah and Benjamin, were conquered. They weren't scattered, but they remained a conquered people um, for many, many years. But this week, I'd like to focus on the, those greatest hits I referred to from the prophet Elijah and working backward through the reading. So we'll start in 1 Kings 19, and this is the first point I'd like to bring out. In verses 11 and 12, we read the following after Elijah is commanded to present himself before the Lord. And he said, go forth and stand upon the mount before the Lord. And behold, the Lord passed by and a great and strong wind rent the mountains and break in pieces the rock before the Lord. But the Lord was not in the wind, and after the wind an earthquake, but the Lord was not in the earthquake, and after the earthquake a fire, but the Lord was not in the fire, and after the, sm the fire a still small voice. We talk about the still small voice, and it's important to remember how critical it is for us to improve our capacity to receive revelation. I get many emails from people asking what advice I have for them to improve their mental health. And one of my consistent pieces of advice is to make sure they are learning how to hear the voice of the Lord. Now, I don't believe that gospel-focused remedies are the answer to every mental health issue, but I do believe that Heavenly Father is will reveal to you the path that will work best, whatever road that takes. Uh, we need to rely on our Heavenly Father and that ability to receive revelation to know which is the best path forward for us through our mental health issues. So in order to hear and understand him, we need to make sure that we are ready to receive that revelation. And that revelation rarely comes in the earthquake or the fire. It almost always comes in that still small voice, which requires us to focus spiritually and to pay attention. That's the first point. Point number two, uh, kind of related to point number one, we find this in 1 Kings chapter 18, where we read the story of Elijah and his confrontation with the priests of Baal. Uh, so the priests pray and pray all day, trying to get their pagan god to answer their prayer. And of course, it doesn't work. Elijah then prays in faith and gets the answer. Has the fire come down out of heaven, consume the altar, this magnificent display. Great story. Uh, one of the points I like to bring out in this story is that doing something ineffective will never yield results, no matter how diligently or how long you do it. These priests of Baal prayed all day, all day long, no, and no result, because what they were doing simply didn't work. Um, we need to look at that in terms of mental health. We need to consider that not every mental health intervention is going to work for every person. 
um, doing something that doesn't work for you is probably not going to help. So there are a couple things to consider because of this. If you've been trying to manage your mental health for a long time by doing the same things and you've noticed very few results, you might want to look at your method and see if it needs to be adjusted in some fashion. Um, again, just because something works for someone else doesn't necessarily mean it's going to work for you. And one of the best ways we can tell if something's working is by seeing results. And again, this is why we need to understand um, and make sure that we know how to hear the voice of the Lord and follow his direction. If you are struggling to make progress in your mental health, you can go to your Heavenly Father and say, hey, do I need to do something different? Is there a new strategy I need to try? Is there a new therapist I need to get a hold of? Do I need to change in my medications? Whatever it is. And Heavenly Father can tell you those things. So that's point number two. If something isn't working, then we need to reconsider whether we need to follow that or not. And uh, point number three, this is my favorite story of Elijah. And it's the story in uh, 1 Kings 17 about him and the widow of Zarephath. So you'll remember the story. There's a famine. Uh, the woman has a son. Uh, she's a widow. And they're literally down to their last meal. Elijah has been fasting for many days. And he asks, comes to this woman and says, hey, will you make me a meal? I'm hungry. And she says, I'd love to make you a meal, but I literally only have one more meal. I'm going to make it for myself and my son, and we are going to die after that. And Elijah says, make me a meal first. And if you do this, your food supply will be preserved. So this requires great faith on the part of this woman. But she does. She makes a, a little uh, cake for Elijah, gives it to him, and um, and the miracle happens. Her food supply is preserved. We love that miracle. We focus on it. Um, but I find another aspect of that equally important. And the key is found in 1 Kings chapter 17, verse 14 where it says, For thus saith the Lord God of Israel, this is Elijah's promise, The barrel of meal shall not waste, neither shall the cruise of oil fail, until the day that the Lord sendeth rain upon the earth. So the promise was her food supply would not run out, but it would only, but it would run out once the rains came again and the famine ended. And which would mean at that point, the woman would be able to sustain herself. I love that concept. And it's a critical thing to understand. The Lord wants us to work for our progress. Uh, he doesn't want to carry us across the finish line. He, he can carry us across the finish line. And I think that um, uh, part of him wants to maybe a little bit, but he knows the value of doing things for ourselves and the blessing that comes from learning this on our own. So many people say, Heavenly Father, just take this burden from me. Relieve me of my depression. Relieve me of my anxiety. And I think what we learned from the uh, example in the widow of Zarephath is that the Lord will bless us with relief from time to time, but that ultimately he wants us to do everything we can in order to preserve ourselves. Remember, we are here in life to act and not to be acted upon. This is one of the primary purposes of your moral agency, and it's a principle that is taught throughout scripture. When we feel like we are in charge of our situation, um, then we can be more effective. Uh, and there's, uh, in emotional resilience, there is an idea called personal competence, which is the concept that we, the more we believe we can do something, the more effective we are going to be at it. Um, and that's that idea of kind of emotional self-reliance. And that is a key element in having strong mental health, being able to understand that you are able to do something. 
and so that's that's point number three that um through this miracle the lord not only sustained the widow but he taught her a very important lesson that she was responsible for the sustenance of her life um, and that he would help her during times of distress but otherwise it was her job to keep that going so i want you to look for opportunities to improve your ability to care for your own mental health issues definitely relying on others when needed and definitely relying on the lord um, but also doing your part don't don't rely exclusively on other people to the exclusion of doing your part as well uh, so let's talk about um, this week's invitation and here's just a general reminder about the weekly invitations you don't have to do all of them please don't get overwhelmed by this um, consider which ones are going to be best for you and then act on them some of them take take months to execute and so uh, just figure out which ones are going to be best for you and uh, sometimes the invitations will overlap and you'll find themes that you might uh, weave together to help you be effective so here's this week's invitation i want you to think about a challenge that you face whether it's a mental health challenge or some other issue and then regarding that challenge i want you to answer these three questions question number one how can heavenly father help me overcome this challenge Question number two, how can friends and family help me overcome this challenge? And question number three, what is my part to do to overcome this challenge? After you've answered those questions, develop a plan of action based on your answers and then follow through with that. I do have free worksheets that you can download to help you remember and implement this week's and former week's invitations. To find out how to get these, please sign up for my email newsletter. You can find the link in the show notes. Also, please subscribe to this podcast so you can easily access new episodes every week. And I'd love if you share this with others um, that you think that is that if it might be helpful to them. I also have a free anxiety management mini course that I've developed and would love to give you a copy. In it, you will learn tried and true methods to decrease fear and increase peace. Go to the show notes and click the link for more information. Thank you so much for listening. And until next time, this is Dr. David Morgan reminding you that change is possible, but change requires action and to always keep moving forward. Thanks for listening. If you want to learn more, please visit Dr. Morgan's website at www.drdavidtmorgan.com.